This is the Public News Service Daily Newscast, March 1st, 2022. I'm Gina Tempesta. The White House says President Joe Biden's first State of the Union address tonight will emphasize allied unity against the Russian invasion of Ukraine and stateside highlight recent economic gains and other national priorities like infrastructure and climate change. The president is expected to use his speech to urge Congress to pass parts of his stalled Build Back Better legislation. Meanwhile, a new report from the United Nations says the window to address climate change is closing rapidly, and a recent analysis from Princeton concludes that Build Back Better could get the United States back on track. More from our New York Bureau. Compiled by Princeton University's Zero Lab, the report reveals that enacting the climate provisions of the trillion-dollar package would cut emissions by an accumulative 5.2 billion tons between now and 2030. Report co-author Jesse Jenkins says federal policy action is needed to meet these climate targets. In addition to reducing greenhouse gas emissions, the set of energy investment and jobs proposals in the Build Back Better Act would also lower U.S. annual energy expenditures, helping to fight or counteract inflationary forces that are driving up costs for households and businesses across the United States. The Princeton report also finds that Build Back Better would reduce household energy costs for New Yorkers by $100 annually. The future of the bill remains in peril as some Senate lawmakers say it's too ambitious. I'm Emily Scott. The 2022 midterm election season officially opens in Texas today. In a closely watched Democratic congressional race in South Texas, Representative Henry Cuellar is facing off against progressive challenger Jessica Cisneros, his former intern who came within 3,000 votes of an upset victory in 2020. Kelly Dittmar at the Center for American Women and Politics says for many candidates, an election loss is just the beginning of a political career. The importance of women not losing and giving up the first time, that persistence is important. So that's one of the storylines there in that race that matters. Cuellar's home was raided by the FBI in January as part of an investigation related to the former Soviet Republic of Azerbaijan. Cuellar has maintained his innocence. I'm Roz Brown. Historically, turnout for primary elections in Texas is low. State Republicans last year enacted changes to voting rules that caused many ballots to be rejected ahead of the primary. And in Maryland, a federal judge has ordered the Baltimore County Council to scrap its redistricting plan after a lawsuit brought by black residents and civil rights groups said it violates the Voting Rights Act. Tony Fugat is a county resident and plaintiff in the case who says it's important for black residents to feel represented. I, as a black person in Baltimore County, should have an opportunity to elect a person of my choice. And the map that they drew didn't reflect that in that what they had done, in essence, is cracked the black vote across multiple districts so that there wasn't a second minority majority district in the county. This is PNS. In Nebraska, criminal justice reformers are urging lawmakers to put an end to punitive measures imposed during the nation's failed war on drugs. Eric Galatis has more. Nebraska lawmakers are considering a bill that would end a lifetime ban on federal food assistance for people convicted of federal drug felonies. Proponents say LB-121 would help Nebraska move past 1990s-era laws passed during the so-called War on Drugs, laws that led to mass incarceration across the U.S. Jasmine Harris with the group RISE says the ban on SNAP benefits, the program formerly known as food stamps, really benefits no one. It does nothing but put another barrier 
up invisible handcuffs, if you will, for individuals who have already completed their sentence. So why are we now putting another sanction on them when they did what the court told them to do? Federal law imposes a lifetime ban on SNAP benefits for people convicted of drug felonies, but states can opt out. Nebraska allows some exemptions depending on criminal history and the completion of substance abuse programs. A full ban remains for anyone who served time for felony drug distribution. I'm Eric Galatis. Across the country, the number of pedestrians killed by vehicles is up 46 percent in the last 10 years, blamed on bigger vehicles and more road rage. In Indiana, cyclists are urging lawmakers to pass a bill that would ensure that drivers who injure or kill vulnerable road users face legal repercussions. More from our Indiana Bureau. According to the Indiana Public Policy Institute, from 2015 to 2019, nearly 4,300 Indiana cyclists and more than 8,800 pedestrians were involved in vehicle collisions. Summer Cowan with Bicycle Indiana says that drivers in those cases often aren't properly penalized. If there's alcohol involved, that's one thing. But if it's simply the result of reckless driving, we just don't see it being prosecuted quite as much, or we don't see those folks even necessarily losing their licenses after things like that happen. Among others, the bill would categorize cyclists, pedestrians, road workers, and farmers operating tractors as vulnerable road users. Injuring anyone in that category would carry a maximum one-year jail sentence and up to a $5,000 fine. And killing someone in that category would entail a maximum two and a half years in prison and up to a $10,000 fine. This is Jonah Chester reporting. The bill has been referred to the Indiana Senate Corrections and Criminal Law Committee for further deliberation. Back to Texas, Elisa Wells with Plan C says people in the Lone Star State and others that restrict abortions are finding creative ways to get abortion pills. Some order pills directly from pharmacies in other countries or obtain pills from other states. More than half of the U.S.'s terminated pregnancies are no longer surgical. This is Gina Tempesta for Public News Service. Member and listener supported. Heard on radio stations, your favorite podcast platform, and you can find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.